Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked on Flames. It's the new year, which means it's time for New Year's resolutions, and I think it's time to give the Flames some new motivation and resolutions for the new year. Your Locked on Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked on Flames. My name's Jess Belmosto, and we are going to be talking about the New Year's resolutions that I'm assigning to the Calgary Flames as we approach the second half of the NHL season. But before we dive into things today, please remember to subscribe to Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, Audible, Odyssey, Apple. We're here for you every day. And before we do jump into today's episode, I do want to uh, send well wishes to Damar Hamlin, who uh, is the Bills player that had a medical emergency last night. So let's dive into this. I think it's time that we look at this team as a whole and then break down the individualism because things, you know, you got to look at the bigger picture. And of course, one of the biggest gripes that I have with the team right now is their inability to holding a lead. How many times have we seen this team this year just go from, you know, scoring three goals like against the Islanders and then allowing four unanswered goals? And it is just incredibly frustrating and something that this team uh, should just stop doing first and foremost, but also getting into a defensive rhythm where you don't have to worry about that because this team is very capable of stopping goals. We have seen it and, you know, they need to play a tight 60 minute game regardless of who their opponent is. They need to hold it down. 60 minutes is 60 minutes. Just the same way that we clock in for work for an eight hour day, they're clocking in for those 60 minutes of game time. And of course, there's much more that goes in to their, you know, career, but that's showtime. You know, that's when they have to just buckle, buckle down. And I think that we're hopefully going to see uh, a stronger goaltending performance in the second half of this season, because I think that Jacob Markstrom has found his confidence. And I think that he has found his rhythm. The next thing I want to talk about is special teams. One of the most disappointing things that I have noticed this season is the pure decline in performance on the power play. They are well, well below the league average with 25th in the league. And that's rough with a 19.2 percentage on the power play. And last season, they, they, they were hanging in 10th with uh, 22.9%. So I just, you know, obviously, like, you love to be on the power play because obviously you have the man advantage. But this team is just not very good at that. They actually play better. <laughs> they play better uh, on the penalty kill. So being shorthanded, which is kind of ironic, I guess. But... You know, I think that there just really needs to be an emphasis in practice when it comes to 
the power play. We've seen the uh, power play kind of crap the bed before. It was the preseason against the Canucks, but, you know, this team can go stretches without scoring a power play goal, and that's concerning. And then also earlier in the season, it was kind of like they couldn't buy a five-on-five goal, but now they can't find themselves any sort of rhythm on the power play. So again, we're going to have to just take a look at that. And hopefully Daryl Sutter spent his New Year's Eve writing all his resolutions down as a coach and what he wants to work on as a team and as, you know, individual and as a coach himself. But I really wish (laughs) that this team, that I could just like wave a magic wand and be like, this is perfect. This is how it works. I think that Again, tighten up when it comes to taking penalties. Obviously, someone has to make up for Matthew Kachuk, but um, we're going to talk about the penalty minutes leader leaders here in uh, just a moment. But you know, they're they're fine on the penalty kill. I think Backlund has had like two or three shorthanded goals this season, which blows my mind. But I I do want to see more of that. I want to see more of the strong penalty kill. I want to see, you know, the penalty kill is so, so reliant on Chris Tanev. I, I don't think that that necessarily is a bad thing, but Chris Tanev does deal with injuries a lot. So we need to kind of figure out how do we manage without him how do we find someone else to kind of quarterback the penalty kill and um make up for his absence and again my my resolution my final resolution for the team as a whole I guess is uh putting up more goals I know that is such wild an unexpected resolution it's kind of like when you're writing your own resolutions and you're like, spend less money at Starbucks, but then like, you know that that's not going to change because you love to go to Starbucks um, or, you know, it's like get up early and you know, you're not a morning person because you're staying up till 2am watching the flames. But regardless, you know, I think that this team needs to find that defense, that offensive rhythm, excuse me. And maybe they'll find it in the second half. They've, They've picked up on goal scoring, which is great. But I want to see a few more high-scoring games from them. I want to see them get past the goaltender and kind of pad their own confidence a little bit here. And coming up next, we are going to talk about some player-specific resolutions and goals I would set for them if I was making New Year's Road, if I were them. First... Today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Our next partner has a product that I, that I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I work with a lot of different people and I come in contact with God knows what and I wanted to bolster my immune system. And I really do enjoy the tropical taste that it adds to my water every morning. It's very simple. All you do is put one scoop of AG1 into a glass of water and you have it. You know, it kind of tastes just, I don't know how to describe it, just like fruity and tropical. Athletic Greens uh, costs less than $3 a day and you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. I was just talking about spending less money at Starbucks and 
AG1 supports better sleep and mental clarity and alertness. And it's one of the best things with AG1. Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. So arm your immune system this season. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm that immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in your cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you all for tuning into Locked on Flames. It is a new year and I could not be happier to be kicking it off with y'all. Uh, you made 2022 a rather great year and I look forward to seeing what 2023 brings for us. You know, I talked about uh, Matthew Kachuk and how someone has to pick up the slack in terms of penalty minutes and Noah Hannafin and Zadorov are wasting no time doing that. Uh, Zadorov currently leads the team with 39 minutes and Noah Hannafin is right behind him with 31. I think that it's time for both of them to stop taking so many penalties. Blake Coleman is up there too with 28. So I can't just leave, can't just, you know, single him out, but stop costing your team. <laughs> I know that this team is good on the, on the PK, but that does not mean we have to go down single uh, or shorthanded rather every, every few shifts. It is a waste of time. It again gives the other team, your opponent, you're a competitive advantage, and it's just time to to cut it out. Obviously, penalties are going to happen. If we can limit it to like one or two a game instead of three to five, we, we might be onto something here. And I just, how many times have we seen Zadorov go to the box and then the other team scores? I would have to look at a log for that. And narrow that down. I believe that uh, Stathletes has, um, it, they keep track of that. So we'll, we'll see. We, I, I will have to do some more research and see. My, my next resolution here comes for our sweet Italian bread man. I just want to see this kid score. We need to find that Mangiapani magic again. We know he has it in him. We, he knows he has it in him. But it's all about that finishing touch. How many times, again, have we seen him just go on absolute tears on the road and then, you know, he'll score a little bit at home. And ah, just this year, it's not the same for him. I think there's been a heavy emphasis on his defensive game, especially with that Coleman and Backland uh, as line mates. And that there's nothing wrong with that, but I... This kid can put up close to 40 goals a season. We saw it last year. So let's figure out how to get him going again. And, and slumps are normal. Slumps are more than normal. Um, this kid's coming off of a huge year last year. And not to make excuses, but, you know, it's hard to, like, follow that up. Especially in terms of uh, the roster turnover that this team has had, too. And he was kind of bounced around in the beginning when it came to the lines. But... Dylan Dubé, 
uh, he he's a quiet fantasy sleeper. I'm telling you, you know, if there if there's one kid that I've wanted to see succeed on this team uh, behind Mangiapane, it is absolutely Dylan Dubé. He is a Calgary kid himself, and he is on pace for a career high 45 points. He's found himself a home in the top line with uh, Elias Lindholm and Tyler Toffoli, and I absolutely love that for him. He has 21 points in 38 games, and I just want to see him keep grinding. I am so happy to see the success that he's having. I think that, you know, Daryl Sutter can kind of uh, bring that player to their next level, and it's definitely worked with Dubé, so... Just keep grinding, kid, and just, and Michael Backlund. Again, was the best player for this Flames team through the postseason run that they had last year and was absolutely uh, just a force to be reckoned with, especially in that Oilers series. I'm going to be entirely honest. I thought that he was fantastic to watch, and I wanted him on the ice for a full 60 minutes, but obviously that is not possible. Uh, this year, he's also been stellar. His two-way ability as, you know, a third-line center um, this far into his career is still going going strong. Last year, Gaudreau and Lindholm were absolutely fantastic two-way players that both kind of made a case for the Selkie. Lindholm did come in second here uh, in terms of voting, but could Mike, could Backlund maybe pop up on a few people's radars? I know he's not necessarily a flashy player. He, again, is someone who is just grinding his heart out out there. He is playing his heart out every single shift, and him and his line mates have this incredible chemistry. And I think why Lindholm got a lot of um, attention last year was probably because, again, his line mates – but also, um, he was scoring 40 goals as well. And then, of course, he, he did have Gaudreau. And Gaudreau had a very strong uh, offensive and defensive presence. Backlund is, has 30 takeaways so far this season. He's averaging about a hit per game. And, you know, uh, he's throwing hits. You love to see it. And I, I just think that we should be taking a serious look at this because Backlund deserves plenty of credit the same way that Giordano won at the Norris Trophy. And it's time to get the Flames some more recognition on a national level. And I don't want it to be because <laughs> their best players are leaving in free agency. But coming up next, I have some Daryl Sutter resolutions that I think it would be wonderful, and it would be a disservice not to talk about here on Locked on Flames. And as always, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you. This is going to be a great year. You can follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Flames pod, but you are probably going to see more social interaction with me, at least, at uh, Just Belmosto. And of course, Nick Zeraris on his personal Twitter at Nick Zeraris. Daryl Sutter, I feel like, is someone who does not believe in superstitions. He does not believe in like manifestation or luck or anything like that. I think that he like just he is just very like 
boom, by the book. But I think that it's, it's only fair if I'm going to assign things to players, I have to do it for the coach. You know, it is only fair because, you know, the coach, the coach is in charge. But my first one here is, of course, integrating your AHL players when it's deemed appropriate. And I'm not just talking about your random defenseman that you're slotting in because Chris Tanev needs a day off or, you know, like I mentioned, he's dealing with an injury and still just, again, needs a day off. (laughs) But I'm talking about your Matthew Phillips, your Pelletier. It's just those two. They are tearing it up in the AHL. Yes, we see that. And Daryl Sutter himself has admitted that they're not fourth-line players. But again, I'm not going to sit here and say reshuffle the lines because quite honestly, the lines are working right now. So I don't think we need to do that. But when things stop working and you have to plan for these things well in advance, you have to take a look at what's available in your farm system. Because it's not just about what you have right in front of you. You have your farm system for a reason. They are there and the the Wranglers just won like nine to two the other night. And <laughs> I think Matthew Phillips scored, uh, Kevin Rooney scored. But if you're just going to uh, force them to collect dust in the AHL, uh, maybe you can trade them. I don't think you should. I absolutely do not think you should trade them. But, you know, allow them to go play for an organization that is going to utilize them. Um because you could probably get a few first-round picks. It, it's it's a lot. You know, there isn't a lot of room in the lineup for them, but there will be someday, and you have to use them effectively. And if you're not, and you don't want to, and you'd rather see them, you'd rather go collect first-round picks, go do that. Because I, I don't think that it's fair for this, for them, for the prospects, to just kind of sit there and Matthew Phillips is like 24, 25 years old and still in the AHL and has only played uh, two NHL games and he's well beyond ready to make the jump. So let's figure something out here. I don't know what else to say there because (laughs) I think it's just the same thing that same things that we've been talking about for, you know, the whole season. And of course, my next one would be call Kevin Rooney up and try him on the on the penalty kill. He has some fantastic st- um, defensive stats. He has been doing pretty well down in, uh, or I'd say down in, <laughs> down in Calgary. But you know, in the AHL, he had a shorthanded goal the other night, and he had a goal, two or three goals, or I think it was two goals um, earlier in the month of December. So it's, I just think since you you're paying him. You should maybe try him out, especially with Brett Ritchie being out. You know, this feels like an opportunity for him to reintegrate himself with this team. Again, some thoughts. I, I don't, I don't coach a team. Just talk about this team on the podcast every day. And my last, last resolution for Daryl Sutter is to smile. I think we could see some emotion on his face. Something that looks, you know, that resembles joy. He doesn't have to smile. Grin. Raise his eyebrows. Nod. Do something. Um, (laughs) It's okay to look excited. 
when your team wins. <laughs> I it was really funny seeing uh, Flames Reddit kind of get excited when he was out there watching the post game fireworks. Thought that was really sweet. Uh, and you know, I, I hope that everyone has a happy and healthy New Year here at Locked On Flames throughout wherever you're listening. And this year, I've got a good feeling about it. Maybe not for the Flames, but for me. <laughs> Hopefully everyone listening. So thank you all for hanging out with me, kicking off the new year. I will have your Winnipeg Jets preview starting, coming later today. Because it is just one of those days where I have a feeling Daryl Sutter is just going to do the same things. But maybe we'll, maybe we'll get some more quotes. We'll get some good quotes and we'll know what to work with heading into um, our little trip in Winnipeg. Until next time, make sure you're subscribed to Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts. Send this to an Edmonton Oilers fan or a Winnipeg Jets fan and um, let them know that the Flames are going to be bigger and better in the year 2023. I will see you on Twitter at Jess Belmosto and LO underscore Flames pod. Until then, stay safe. Stay happy and be kind.